It's Friday, September 15th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The United Auto Workers Union, for the first time ever, went on strike at all three Detroit car companies, with about 12,700 workers hitting the picket line shortly after midnight Friday in targeted work stoppages at plants in Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. The stalemate comes as both the union and the automakers attempt to reinvent themselves during the widespread change in the car business. UAW officials initiated the walkout after failing to clinch new labor deals with General Motors, Ford Motor, and Jeep maker Stellantis for about 146,000 U.S. factory workers. Bargaining went late into the night, but the two sides remained too far apart to avoid a walkout at the 11.59 p.m. deadline. In other news, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is planning to travel to Washington next week for meetings with President Biden and U.S. lawmakers as he pushes for additional aid for his war-torn country, according to people familiar with the matter. Zelensky is scheduled to travel to the U.S. for the annual United Nations General Assembly in New York, where he will appear in person for the first time since Russia's February 2022 invasion to make a case for continued support of Ukraine and isolation of Moscow. The Biden administration has asked Congress for $24 billion in supplemental funding for Ukraine. While Kyiv enjoys bipartisan support in Congress, some conservative House lawmakers have raised concerns about continuing to send aid to Ukraine. So far, the U.S. has sent Ukraine more than $40 billion worth of weapons and equipment. Around the world, the death toll in Libya's coastal city of Derna has soared to 11,300 as search efforts continue following a massive flood fed by the breaching of two dams and heavy rains, the Libyan Red Crescent said Thursday. Marie Eldris, the aid group's secretary general, said a further 10,000 people are reported missing in the Mediterranean city. Health authorities previously put the death toll in Derna at 5,500. The storm also killed about 170 people elsewhere in the country. The flooding swept away entire families in Derna on Sunday night and exposed vulnerabilities in the oil-rich country that has been mired in conflict since a 2011 uprising that toppled long-ruling dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Back in the U.S., the Biden administration on Thursday asked the Supreme Court to halt an appeals court order barring White House and other federal officials from pressuring social media companies to suppress constitutionally protected speech on their platforms. In an emergency application submitted by Solicitor General Elizabeth Prologer, the administration strongly disputed a federal appeals court ruling from Friday last week that said the government's policing of social media content during the pandemic likely violated the First Amendment. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals barred White House officials, the Surgeon General, and individuals at the CDC and FBI from significantly encouraging online platforms to remove or suppress content. Prelogger asked the Supreme Court to put the Fifth Circuit's order on hold during ongoing litigation. She also suggested the Supreme Court could move ahead now and agree to review the dispute in full to speed the case toward resolution. And 
Johnson & Johnson is signing off on a new logo. The healthcare giant said Thursday that it will replace the well-known signature script it has used since 1887 with a modern look that reflects its sharpened focus on pharmaceuticals and medical devices. The original script, based on co-founder James Wood Johnson's signature, will still be seen for now on consumer products like Baby Shampoo from Kenview, a new company recently spun off from J&J. The signature logo was one of the longest used company emblems in the world, J&J declared in a 2017 website post. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.